Welcome to New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, where we envision to build a biblical community of loving believers, which have a personal relationship with God and each other, modeling the pattern of lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear and receive the Word of God from the man of God, Senior Pastor Rev. Nathaniel Wood. My brothers and sisters, we have just experienced a powerful, supernatural move of God during our 2023 revival. Remember, the theme for our revival was standing in his grace. And if you were present at all during the revival, your strength to stand for God in his grace should have been encouraged and solidified. Dr. William H. Curtis certainly preached to us the word of God and encouraged us each night of the revival to be better witnesses for Jesus Christ. If you know this, there was a theme for his preaching. And the theme of his preaching dealt with our emotional and spiritual health. Remember on Wednesday night, he talked about what? That's right, wandering. And he told us that sometimes when we are wandering or we don't know where we are or what we're doing, we are right where God wants us to be. And then on Thursday night, he talked about what? Bitterness. Amen. He's, he says, instead of us as believers in Christ becoming bitter over the things that happen to us, that we ought to become what? Better. That's right. And then on Friday night, he talked about anger. He talked about the challenges that we face and how sometimes we can be anger, and our anger is directed in the wrong direction. And he was telling us that we should angle our anger and let God direct us to be a blessing instead of a curse. Powerful, powerful preaching. But you know what, Ms. Lucas, I have discovered? I have discovered over these 34 years of pastoring that after hearing a powerful word from the Lord and after experiencing a supernatural move of God, that we now have to guard ourselves against an attack from the enemy. After hearing the word and after being strengthened by God's word, the devil and his emissaries 
are going to try to attack us to take all that word we receive out of our hearts. Am I right about it? Well, according to Acts chapter 14, beginning at verse 1, upon Paul and Barnabas' arrival to Iconium, they went to the synagogue and preached with such power that a great number of both Jews and Greeks became believers. Though people's lives were being positively impacted by the good news of Jesus Christ, verse 2 tells us that some of the Jews, however, spurned God's message and poisoned the minds of the Gentiles against Paul and Barnabas. But the Bible says that Paul and Barnabas did not let the opposition immediately run them out of town. The Bible says in verse 3 that they stayed preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. And sometimes, my brothers and sisters, when the enemy decides that he wants to attack us and come against us and make our life hard because of our stand for Christ, sometimes you have got to learn to dig in. Somebody say, dig in. And hold your position until your assignment is changed. Come on, say it again. Dig in. Well, a mob of Gentiles and Jews, along with their leaders, decided to attack and stone Paul and Barnabas. So they left Iconium and went to the towns of Lystra and Derbe. While at Lystra, Paul and Barnabas came upon a man with crippled feet. Y'all know that. Y'all good Bible readers. The Bible tells us that the man had been crippled from his birth. He was born crippled. He had never walked. But after listening to Paul preaching of the good news of Jesus Christ, Paul was given by God a supernatural unction that the man had faith to be healed. So the apostle Paul called to the man in a loud voice, and said to him, stand up. And the Bible says that the man who was born crippled, the man who had never walked, jumped to his feet 
and started walking. Look at God, look at God. And my brothers and sisters, I don't know about you, but I still believe that God has supernatural power to heal all manner of sickness and disease. And I still believe that he can perform his supernatural acts at any time and at any place. Uh, Miss Lucas, the problem with many of us is that we don't have the faith to believe that God can move supernaturally in our lives and not only in our lives but in the lives of others. I said I believe that God still performs miracles today. Come on, say, I believe, Pastor, that God still performs miracles. Well, because of the mighty miracle that took place before the people's eyes, they began to say that Paul and Barnabas were gods in the flesh. Because Lystra was a city that was greatly influenced by Greek mythology. They thought that Barnabas was the Greek god Zeus and that Paul was the god named Hermes. Because of the supernatural miracle that God used Paul and Barnabas to perform on his behalf, the people of Lystra thought that Paul and Barnabas were their legendary gods in the flesh. And so they quickly decided that they better worship and offer sacrifice unto Paul and Barnabas in order to appease them. The Bible says, when Paul and Barnabas saw and heard what the people were doing and saying, that Paul and Barnabas tore their clothing in dismay, and shouted out to the people, friends, why are you doing this? We are merely human beings, just like you. Then Paul and Barnabas told them that they were there to bring them the good news of Jesus Christ in order for them to turn from worthless things to the living God. Now, I have already told you that once you and I witness a supernatural 
giving of the word of God or miraculous move of God that you and I can expect an attack. Check this out. Verse 19 of our selected scripture text tells us then some Jews somebody say troublemakers arrived from Antioch and Iconium. Now Antioch and Iconium were the two places that Paul and Barnabas had just ministered in. Listen to me good. Often, when the enemy comes against us or is planning on attacking us, guess what? The enemy brings reinforcements. <laughs> Tell you neighbor, he brings reinforcements. You see, the enemy knows that we have just come out of revival. He knows that we are much stronger and much more dedicated to our God. He knows that we are on a spiritual high. He knows that what he used prior to our supernatural experience with God will not work all by itself. So what does he do? He brings reinforcements to back his plan of attack on our lives. So, in our text, the enemy brought reinforcements to Lystra. Verse 19 tells us that those who came to oppose Paul and Barnabas won the crowds to their side. Mm. Let me pause right here and tell somebody that you can't always trust the crowd. Can I say that one more time? You can't always trust the crowd. You know why? Crowds are fickle. One moment they can be with you and the next minute they can turn against you. Remember with, with me, New Providence and friends, that this was the same crowd who tried to worship Paul and Barnabas a little while earlier in our text. This is the same crowd who witnessed the supernatural move of God at the preaching of the good news from the mouths of Paul and Barnabas. But now, somebody say, but now, they have changed their minds. 
they have changed their opinions. They caught Paul and the Bible says they stoned him and dragged him out of the town thinking that Paul was what? Was dead. New Providence and friends, they thought that they had killed Paul. <laughs> Somebody said they thought. Miss Lucas, why would God allow Paul to go through his life threatening situation? After all, Paul was just doing what God had told him to do. He was being used of God and speaking the word on God's behalf. So why would God allow his servant to be stoned? Paul answers the question himself in verse 22 of our text. Paul encourages and reminds the believers in Derby. He says, we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Oh, y'all, y'all, we don't, we don't, we don't want to suffer. We just want to have good times, no struggles, no pain. But Paul says, I understand that we must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. In other words, Paul tells them that just because they believe in Jesus, and just because they witness the supernatural move of God, that God does not exempt them from the trials of life. Lean over and tell your neighbor, you're not exempt. You're going to go through some trials and some tribulations as you live this thing called life. But... With God's presence abiding on the inside, we can become better and not bitter. <laughs> and we can take a licking, but keep on ticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want you to know that God gets the glory when the enemy thinks that he has broken us and killed us. And God raises us back up again. I'm about to close. The Bible says that they thought 
they had killed Paul. And for many of us, the enemy thought that he had killed us. He thought that we were goners. He drug us out of some of the situations that we had gotten our own selves into. And some that he even designed to take us out. The enemy told us, you will not rise from this. But, verse 20 gives us a reason for hope. Verse 19 tells us that the enemies of the kingdom of God dragged Paul out of town thinking that he was dead. But verse 20, somebody say verse 20, tells us, but as the believers gathered around him, Paul got up and went back into the city. You know what Paul says in essence? Paul is saying to those individuals, I am still alive. You tried to kill me. You tried to hurt me. You tried to destroy me. You tried to ruin me. But guess what? I'm still here and still alive. Why, Paul? Why are you still here? Why are you still alive? Because of the grace of God I am still here and alive today I'm standing in his grace Paul got up as the believers gathered around him and I don't know about you I'm so glad to be a part of a church family that when I've been kicked down, when I've been left for dead, I'm so glad I'm a part of a church family that will gather around me. And I discovered when the believers gather that the enemy scatters. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that I'm a part of a church that gathers around those who are hurt, who are broken, who are misused and abused. I'm glad, New Providence, that I'm a part of this church because when I know 
you gather together. I know that deliverance is on the way. When you gather together, I know that your prayers will lift me back up to where I belong to be. I know that when you pray for me, that after I get up, y'all gonna shout with me over the goodness of the Lord. Is there anybody here on this Sunday morning that is here and say, I'm glad to be in church. I'm glad to be amongst the believers, even though I'm under attack. I'm still here. I'm kept by the power of God. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Turn your neighbor and say, I'm still here. I am still alive and I know it's by God's grace that I am still standing today thank you Jesus he is with us even when the enemy comes against us. What does he do? He raises up a standard. Lord, have mercy. And we know that if God be for us, he's more than the whole world against us. We've just experienced the mighty move of God here. So those of you who shouted Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm, I'm not saying look for attack, but one may come. And just as much as you shouted Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, when the enemy comes against you, you ought to shout in his face and tell him, I don't care what you do, to me, I'm still here. And I'm on the winning team. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, I'm a winner. We know that you have been blessed through the hearing of God's word on this day. We invite you to join us at New Providence Missionary Baptist Church, located at 4813 Hilltop Needmore Road, Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. For more information, you can contact our ministry at 919-552-3531 or visit our website at www.newprovidencebaptist.com. Thank you for joining us and be blessed.